A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the first astrological sign of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> that am. Um, I have a little bit of a cold, so my voice is different, but I wrote down, I have like a stoner boner thought written down <laughs> on my notes, which was, um, do you think that we speak, like our speaking voice mm. is reflective of our Mercury element oh shit mm, oh man good question um i'm gonna have this is gonna have to be like field research now thinking through you mean the sound of like, it like not the, the sound i maybe all of it Oof. yeah I, but i think like the resonance for sure i guess i could sound taurus i don't know remind me your mercury scorpio scorpio i couldn't remember sagittarius scorpio okay I don't know many Scorpio. I I definitely think I'm so talk like a Gemini Mercury because I, when I listen back to these pods, I'm always like, slow down, bitch. You talk so fucking fast and then you go off on a tangent. 
Um, but I don't I mean, feel like I sound like it. I would say I'm thinking more like I think probably it could be broader. Like it would be like elements mm. that I think you definitely have a more air sounding as opposed to earthy. Earth. Yeah, I think it's like. But it still would be it's nice and shrill. Earth air or something like that. Well, it's like but, your Ayurveda, right? Like mm-hmm. I just bought an Ayurveda soap that I was really stoked about. The lady at the register was like, "Great choice." And I was like, Thank <laughs> you so much. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think uh, one of my coworkers was really sick as well, and she was like, "I'm s- sick, and it's never ending." And I was like, "You've tried everything." I was like, "Have you looked into your dosha? Because maybe you're just eating raspberries, and you shouldn't." Or may- like, I don't know. It's like those things that are like. I looked at her. I was like, "You're definitely a pita. You're definitely got the like sharp air sign, like all that kind of features." But I never thought of. I've never paid attention, I guess, to the vocal tone of a sign but when we've done charts before or, or like looked at or had guests on like i've definitely been like oh this pisces mercury libra mercury i'm like oh you do have this soothing like i, I know when someone has a soothing i just voice. don't think i have that venus equality i think i have the earth tones but i don't think i have the kind of i feel like venus is a little sing-songier maybe a little lighter higher i don't know well i mean i'll, I'll call her out on the pod there is a fan out there that is in love with your voice and that's Kelly Courier up in the Bay well, and who is horny you. for your voice <laughs> Thanks. Uh, for that beautiful ra- that's just sultry rasp oh, but do you talk like a, a what I mean yeah I think if you're if I had to pick an element for your vocal sound I, I I don't think any of us sound like fire yo straight up I forgot though when you were talking about being sick <laughs> A woman in a Whole Foods told me that if you're sick, you need to take laxatives because the viruses live in your stomach. And it has worked. And I don't know who she is. And she's (laughs) not a doctor. She told me that she did study medicine for a while, but she didn't finish. Um, And I mean, it has worked. Also, don't do it if you have a fever. But like do it after you break your fever and once you're hydrated again because if not you're gonna dehydrate yourself also this is not medical advice i'm just yes. saying if anyone does woman- this and get sick do not contact <laughs> us this is also, entertainment purposes. someone else told me i'm just repeating it but i don't know you can also like shit out a lot of stuff i'm just saying lisa told me that and i was like honestly that sounds right <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if it's true i honestly don't know if you're gonna die from it but i don't you know, know laxatives aren't gonna kill you right I, I believe that too actually now that you gave me that medical advice it's not medical <laughs> advice it is for entertainment purposes but you know like when you're sick sometimes you do need those like fucking heavy shit or pu- pukey <laughs> sessions like just to get it out get I it agree. out i agree purge it's like an exorcism and also you gotta purge all that medicine too that mm. like not the medical qualities but like all the stuff it's packed with or whatever that like hurts in your stomach. All those gel caps. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I don't know why I had to talk about shitting immediately after we're talking about <laughs> I mean, lovely vocal like, tones. I feel like we don't talk about it very often, so it's Poop? important to yeah to well, yeah we to, we steer. We're it's such a fun. I mean, it's because it is fun to talk about. We all know that. Do you guys okay? Do you guys have something that you think should be illegal? Because I have one, and I. It happened to me again today where I'm like, that should be illegal. Poop wise or? No, just in, okay, general. in general. Overall. Um, let me hear um, yes, some things. I think that it should be illegal for a server to um, cut when they come to take your plate and it's empty. Say, oh, you didn't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh you, clear, I, you clearly hated that. I think um, that should be illegal. Okay. I think that um, 
waiting for someone's parking space should be illegal. Uh, I think that there is a window where it's okay, but if someone is walking to their car, you must keep moving. Unless there's a way for people to get around you. Because it happens all the time, uh, and no one in this day and age doesn't get in their car and have to have Google to, something. Yeah, or put it takes so long, in. and there's so many people, and it's like I've been stuck in so many parking lots because I'm waiting for her mom and, and the stroller and all the grocery bags, mm. and she gotta Google where she's going, and I'm like, <laughs> I am stuck in a parking lot. Yeah, I agree that there is a window. I've I. I will follow someone to their car for sure. But also I feel like it's only in only when you can very distinctively see where they're going. They don't have a big car. Like I, if they have a, if we're at Costco and it's a big cart thing, I'm like, I don't need, there's another spot. I'll keep going or, and I'll, I'll give it up to the parking gods. Also, if it's at Costco, you're not allowed to do it. Yeah. Turnaround is high enough. Grocery store, you're not allowed to do it. Turnaround is high enough. The mall, okay. Yes. Mm. People are there longer. Cars aren't moving out as much. I get it. It might t- be harder to get a spot. But even then, that's one where it's like, I feel like that's a, you're on the prowl. Um, I Like, I will only, I will only follow a person if I, you're right. Also, on this street, it's so hard to park and it's fine. But people see me get in my car and wait, but I can't see. And mm. people just fly around them. So I'm like, all you're doing is making it so that I can't leave. Literally, if I pull out, someone's going to hit me. You guys just made me think of so many laws I want to enact. <laughs> right, let's hear Because let's of hear this. Him. Well, that, just because you said that, I think streets should have parking spots. Parking spots. Oh, like, yes. Like they 100. should be lined. If I were president, that's the only thing I would do. 100 <laughs> They should be lined spots. So yes. we know, like, I think that's just totally fair. Also, segue i invented something that will never get invented but if someone honestly i don't even care if you stole this idea because if it gets invented i think it's for the better of mankind is there should be little lights in the parking spaces in these big fucking parking space things that are solar activated and when it feels the weight of a car there it either goes that. on or off. those where all <laughs> over i was like yeah. as you were saying this i was like Bitch, Wait. I'm gonna take you to the Santa Monica. I'm gonna take you to the <laughs> West Side Pavilion yeah. and blow your they're goddamn <laughs> mind. Well, I don't know if I don't know if they're solar though. But they're like lights. Yeah, the, the problem they is turn red and green. Yeah, oh, the problem is, is that, that they, if it's open, they okay. don't. I the problem I've had with them is that people park like shit, fucking dipshits, mm. and park in the side of it so it'll say green and you'll get excited and then you'll see it's someone's nice ass car that they've taken up two spots also if you are taking it up two spots illegal hey any any uh mercedes anything you're doing on the road it should be illegal bmw yeah i don't know why wealthy people think they can turn left out of the right hand lane but that is just not you're just not allowed to no. do that. Nope. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna like talk shit about wealthy people for a second because you know what? They drive scary as fuck. I avoid I'm on a scooter, so I'm very uh you know, I could get all my organs could go exploding in any minute. So it's like just like you don't have a license plate on your car, you're driving fast, you got a nice car, but like slow down. Also, this isn't a hot take. I would make texting while driving illegal. And I know it's easy to do. Oh, and I do all, it. Everyone I know does it. But I'm on my little scooter. I see I see people it's driving. And it is illegal. It is legal. I know. But I want to I want to be like, I don't even, I'm like, I hate cops. And I want to be a narc. I want to like ticket people. They're starting to make, I saw in a commercial that they're making like a car 
um, that would have like a sensor of if your eyes are down for too long. Whoa. Like if you're um, like texting. Yeah. So it's like if you're gay. What does it do? That it would like beep or something like that. Um, At least alert alert you to it. It so, would something to annoy you yeah. to like hopefully not. I feel like there are very few things that I'm conservative on, but one of them is new cars. I don't like the technology. I'm not interested in the way that it's evolving. My mom has a new car. I drove it. Sure, nice. Really nice speakers. Great. You know, cool. Mm -hmm. Cool that you got a new car. Proud of you. That's awesome. Congratulations. Uh, I don't want my my windshield to have a screen on it. Sorry, Mm -hmm. I've never. I don't. I've never seen that. Your speed, all kinds of shit. I don't want that. I don't want uh, a voice talking to me. I don't want. uh, I don't want the like. Hey, could you or whatever my thing? I don't know. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have a name like Siri or whatever, but. It's like voice recognition active. And it's like, I don't want that. Like, take it off. I don't want it. I don't want it to beep when I'm not wearing my seatbelt. I don't want any of it. I want like an old ass truck. (laughs) That's what I want. Like a fucking Texas ass truck with no I wish I was more responsible with how you like have to take care of cars. Because I would love to have an old ass car like that. But I'm just, I'm flagrant when it comes to. Oh, me too. It's, but but it's obnoxious. Like, I, I just can't deal with it. I do think. And this we weren't talking about this on this episode, but I do think that nice car is the same thing as like hot privilege or whatever, too, where it's like, Mm. do you think because you have a nice car, we are going to avoid hitting you or whatever? Or that it's like, or that it's worse that we hit you or Or they can afford to be. That's what it is. They can afford to fix it. I think they don't give a fuck. Go ahead. Because it instantly goes from like insurance to like, no, no, no. My lawyer and my guy will take care of it. We'll talk to you about X, Y and Z. Also, another law. If it's a really cozy day, you should be allowed to stay home from work. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Like, you know those days where it's like we're all like it's like rainy and perfect (laughs) and everyone's like, come on, guys. Don't we all want to snug and watch a movie today? Okay, this is kind of the opposite. (laughs) This feels tangential. Um, How do we feel about the purge? Oh, shit. Um, I I think I'm anti-purge, but what would you? Okay, if it was mandatory you have to participate in the purge what would you do in the purge well Um, you can do anything in the purge right yeah you can do anything but what i would probably rob shit like so hard but you got to be careful because people are out there trying to like do host like hostile the movie stuff that's the thing that bummed me out the most about that movie is that i'm like hey can't we all just like have a day of crime and not have fucking psychos murdering (laughs) these people (laughs) what more do you want murder is already like it's yeah come on like go i don't know but it really on a on like a ethical level it really bummed me out yeah yeah if the purge was happening i would want a bunker yeah. Of some sort. Um, I don't know what how I would get that bunker. <laughs> I guess I would have to steal shit in a, in previous purges in order to build my bunker for future purges. Mm-hmm. I, I don't hope know. to just find like a nice speaking of car like find a nice car, top down, drive it out to the desert, hopefully avoid like those like those clown people who like are like it's the murder oh, day God, and God, God. <laughs> clown hey, let me just say this if i become president and the purge is already a thing i will say that like it's it's illegal to purge in someone's home oh okay. like b and e's you it oh, like you can be, hide out yeah it yeah if someone's in their be home public. yeah it okay. has to be a public so if someone's breaking into a home uh-uh-uh no 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 you can you can murder people in the street you know what i'm gonna do in the purge i'm gonna go on sunset boulevard in echo park i'm gonna take that fucking clown out of that window 
terrifying <laughs> empty oh fucking retail space no. with a it's a clown a little creepy baby clown, clown on a swing hanging from the window and nothing else in the whole building Whoa. whoever did that you deserve to get purged. Uh, <laughs> do, were you guys into zombies ever? Yeah, I think I had a phase. I was mad into zombies. I watched Walking Dead for too long. I know it's still I, out. Uh, do, or did you do sex, it too? The sexual assault episode is what made me stop. Oh, which one? Hospital. The uh, green lollipop. Uh, Done. I'll never watch it again. I, we, I won't spoiler for any zombie heads out there, but... There was a jump the shark moment we all know about that I had to tune off because the character, they were just teasing his death for too long. And then when it happened, it was just a little lackluster because, you know, yeah, Glenn, I guess we can talk about, we can, Glenn, Glenn and Maggie, just a romance for the ages. And, you know, they just like fucked around with my heart too much. I didn't make it that far. The story got really whack and it's just not, wasn't worth it, but loved all zombie stuff. I love the Dawn of the Dead and the remake where they're like, I this is like the only purge where I would maybe like oh, this if this ever ever taken out of context audio wise like I'm suing but like <laughs> I'm just like of our own <laughs> like. <laughs> of like they they go on the roof and they just shoot the zombies of celebrities that looked fun like I mean because they're zombies like you're already putting them out yeah. of there I think if I <laughs> they're like oh get Jay Leno like that, that was cool I the, think it'd be pretty cool to have like a purge but like um. I mean, it's like the internet. That's I mean, it was like what I'm about to say, but I'm like, you could just like say whatever you wanted online, oh. and it have no repercussions. Oh man, I would say so That's, much shit. You know what I mean? Like I would a, say like so it gets much forgotten. Shit. It would like, be like an anonymous like, day where you would just there would be instead of that, it would be like purge all of your like shitty thoughts about people or whatever, like all of your real opinions. Oh, I would say so much. Ooh, shit. What if it was like something where you could say it and they knew it was from you, but then the next day is like a Men in Black situation where your like mind gets oh, washed, but it. deep down inside, it's like you know, they like know. it was said. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that. I'm not a good hider of my emotions. Yeah. So I think for me, a lot of things feel like that where people are like, I could tell she hates me. I don't know why, but I could tell mm-hmm. they would remember. It yeah. would stay in the, it would be embedded in the DNA and the muscle memory. And the <laughs> did, fabric you see, of your life. did you see Anna and the apocalypse? You might like that one. No, it's I good. S- it's a zombie Christmas musical. Oh, good. that's fun. I still watch. I don't know if, I don't think it's zombie, but I, the end of the fucking world. I know people I really the like Cornetto trilogy. Uh, the Netflix, it's on Netflix, right? Uh, End of the fucking World's World? End pub. I don't Movie? know. Is it one of those? Uh, it was a Netflix show. I think, oh, no, no. TV yeah, show. I haven't seen that. But zombies preparing for the zombie apocalypse. I lo- I had the zombie survival guide in high school. Uh, did you guys watch Dirty John? Yes. Okay. So, you know, the part I, I watch everything in Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> did you see? Oh, fuck. Bravo is rebooting my favorite show. Blind date. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. When? Breaking news. Um, they just announced that today. Uh, I don't know when they're casting right now, but Roger Lodge is not returning as the host, they said, which I'm kind of pissed about because he was great. But he's best friend with John Stamos, so he's already good. Well, and he's like hosting news. What were you going to say about Dirty? About though? how she. Oh, she, she the little she gr- the daughter was. Could Did you fight listen? against Dirty John because she was a zombie fan? Oh yeah, so yeah, she yeah. like knew how to like I don't she, turn off if you haven't seen Dirty. Fast yeah, forward like one alerts. minute right now, but yeah, when she's like all like, oh, she's like, I learned it all from the zombie. Did you listen yeah. to the podcast? The podcast. Yeah, because yeah, I, I feel the like podcast. they laid it on heavy in the yeah. podcast. They did they lay like, the zombie. She love 
let me just reiterate how much she loved the Walking Dead yeah. and zombies. She stuff. goes to zombie con. She goes on. I just this. love that one. The bitch oh, sister. Mm-hmm. The one that's like, I don't know why he hates me. I just sent him a picture <laughs> of a piece of shit and said, oh, that's I love you. The bitch. I love and what the else bitch did sister. she say? I she called him like, literally the devil. Yeah. When he, uh, when, what when an he awesome asked woman. about her purse and she's like, don't look at them. You can't afford them. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. That actress was also really good. I love everything about her. Okay. One more question. If you had to go to a con, like a conference. Tiki con. Done. That... Okay, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna add a twist, like, and it can't be one you like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is not a oh, good. Which is not like a I good would go twist. to Comic Con then. Okay, like something yeah. out of your out of your element. Let's go to let's pick an out of your element con. Um, I'm going to Gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> <gasps> Great con. Oh, that's a good pick. That's really good. I'm. I would. I would love to join you there, but I think I would really like to go to like a Brony con. With the mm. bronies, I, I, it looked fun. I hate nerd shit, but I think that that thing's so big. Yeah, uh, it would oh, Comic like... Con, Con's kind of like Comic Con's almost like the Kentucky Derby at this point. It's like a who's who. Mm-hmm. It's like very, it's like celebs go. Well, yeah, it's like everything they like cover. It's not just like comics. It's like yeah, that's a funny. I was about to say though. Well, <laughs> I'm still gonna say it, but this is absolutely outrageous. I was about to be like, I can't believe how big Comic Con's grown in our lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> because wow. it really did start off as like a just nerd shit, but now it's like really respect. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely gonna go to a Tiki Con though. I do uh, want to go to a Tiki Con too. So it looks so fun. I'm that seems like it'd going. be like also that's where you would get really cool. I mean, cons are for merch, right? Like you're going to like meet people who have the same interests, but also like you're getting like limited edition shit that's like stuff you like the one that i want to go to is one where everyone stays in the same hotel oh my friend went to that everyone decorates their room different yes. and everyone like goes in everyone's room mm. that she sounds had a good so time. fun i know she had a good time hell yeah well now that we're busy talking about time. done talking about us i know it's time <laughs> to talk about you aries Aries season make uh, some fucking we've, noise we've made you not wait. an air sign yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've made you wait as as long as I think you could possibly stand. Yeah. They could have done another I'm sure five you scrubbed. Minutes. I'm sure you yep. scrubbed. Um, but we appreciate you being patient or not. But tonight it's all about you, baby. Ooh, Aries. Yeah. Happy Aries season, everybody. Yeah. We're in it. Um, uh, before we give them what they want, yes. um, how are we? Uh, this is the new check-in. Aries season. We're out of the Pisces, mm-hmm. into the Astro New Year. How are we all feeling? We're just kind of in, we're still in the shadowy murk retro phase but transitioning any vibes thus far i could leave it yeah <laughs> not it's um not going well okay yeah lost my wallet that's a really good uh, uh really good thing so uh, yeah that's good uh yeah i'm, I'm ready for it to be over mm. ready for my birthday yeah, <laughs> yeah baby Woo. um i i feel fine about it um it does not feel as like clear as i would maybe like um but it definitely does feel like a um a newness or like a beginning it's Mm -hmm. a a start but it's very much in that like not even planting the seeds it's like deciding what seeds i want to plant kind of feeling too but knowing now it's like oh okay here's a there is a garden available to you now you just have to decide what you want to put 
in that garden and i just have no idea yeah mm. I got, i'm getting a lot of new stuff new cards new ideas new. Yeah, i do baby. not like it mm-hmm. all the new new yeah i think pisces like maybe since it was um it's like most that month of march was mercury retrograde time which is again like just for me i was really reflective and social and friends in town and like eating at new places and doing all the things and now i'm like having that like kind of like kick in the ass feeling of like wait i should have been doing like all this other stuff but i like thought i was doing it but i like what i was like putting it off in this weird way i don't know i mean i'm a 10th house aries moon too so i think it's that like oh no 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 more fun i gotta like get the fuck like what i don't know my birthday's coming up i can't think about this so i i do feel that weird like not, not like the total hostile aries thing but just like that like feels jar it was a it feels like a jarring switch when march i feel like march was very like serene and like chill but also like very the lights, fast the lights got turned on yeah and then you're like oh whoa okay no, that's what you look it's like the 4 a.m bar moment it's like oh that's what you look like okay Ooh. okay so Yikes. all right ball aries you're like i don't give a fuck you're like okay cool what about me <laughs> um hey aries yeah as we said you were patient because you are the first the first zodiac sign um yeah. if you didn't already know that about yourself um if you're wondering if you're an aries the dates are march 21st to april 19th uh you are the ram is your symbol you're a cardinal fire sign yeah ruled by the head and the mind and the face ooh face first baby so this- something i learned about it that i didn't know was did you know that they're projectors oh they're the most about- likely to project their like feelings or thoughts on other people Yes, that makes absolutely. It makes sense. sense, but I just had never thought of it that. Like, is that that thing? I forget what it's called. My one friend showed me. There's like projectors and then manifestor. Like, there's like four oh, different Gretchen types. Oh, Rubin, maybe something like that. I don't think it's uh, related, but it they probably fall in that category if they do it. Uh, you know what is? Wait, what would you call a projector again? They like psychological projection. I mean, mm, they project you, shit onto right you. where what I think I think everyone thinks. Okay, yeah, I see that for yeah. sure. That absolutely <laughs> makes sense because it's the sign of self, the sign of I am is if is is your sentence. And I think that um that's a a negative and a positive. I think something yeah. that I notice a lot about Aries people. We talk I feel like we talk about Aries a lot on this podcast because Stevie has a lot of various placements and we both have various boyfriends and um, Aries are amongst a, us. Yeah, and they're a they're a, a a provocative sign or whatever. I feel like they elicit a lot of opinions and, and anecdotes. Um but something that I have noticed about the Aries in my lives is that they often are um will project things onto you that are positive. It will be that well, thing where they'll be like, "Oh, you know you're really beautiful, right?" Yeah, I think that is true. I also think I think when we talk about projection, it tends to be negative. That I don't think yeah. it is negative, but I think when people say it, they're like, "You're projecting." And it's like, "All right, let yes. everyone chill out." But what I think is nice about it, and I think this is what connects me to the Libra polarity, mm-hmm. um is what they're doing is equalizing everyone. They're yeah. saying we are all the same level of smart. We are all the same level of this or that. We all think this way. And, and, and that is uh, the more the only side of the Aries that I think is very like we. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like kids. Kids play with each other and they don't know that 
the person is different from them right. or whatever. It's these all of these other things outside, which Aries is a very like childlike. It's the first thing. So it's just like, oh, I just assume that everybody lives like me. Everybody's experience is mine. Everybody, you know, is a kid that wants to play this game or whatever. So it is it can be a very, you know, a, a it's really an equalizer, yeah, yeah. a really beautiful. And I think that something that I notice in Aries people, too, is that. I think that's a really beautiful way of putting it because it is very, um, it it is not, uh, skeptical or suspicious of people in that way. It's very guileless. It's very, um, like, why wouldn't someone be like that Mm -hmm. or whatever, which for me is like the total opposite. I'm so Scorpio with that kind of shit where I'm like, "Mm, but what do they really mean? Right. Uh, it's like, well, it's face yeah, value. Yeah, face value. And I think since it's that first house, Aries is the first house ruler, which if you think about like what when you have planets in your first house or like where your rising sign is and all that, it's just like, who are, so who are, so who are you? And also that doesn't mean who are you forever? Who are you? It's like very Aries is like, who are you today? Or who are you right now? Or who do you like? I think they can take things in the moment and not hang on like what you're saying of like ulterior motives or the past or thinking or what are they going to do to me in the future? I think it really is very present. Um, Sometimes, you know, again, we can be our things to a fault, but I think those are like the really like cool qualities of Aries is just, there's not like that, like, that what you're saying like Scorpio is that deep detective work into like no they said that they like you so why the fuck wouldn't they yeah I think part of that projection thing too is that they also don't have the sense of like why would someone lie about that why Mm -hmm. wouldn't Mm -hmm. someone it's it's that kind of I don't want to say innocent but it is innocent or it's just optimistic or open um that it's like why would why would someone lie about who they are or why wouldn't they mean what they say Mm -hmm. or that so it is kind of this um uh can be blind but also is just um not like un unencumbered it's it's yeah and it's uh I don't, I don't know if we even would consider it blind i think it's a choice almost to not to ignore things, yeah, yeah, yeah or to ex- I, yeah. and to take to take people at their word, to take people at right. face value, and to choose to accept because that is you're right. That is a choice that we also make to not do that. We do make a choice to read into things or to decide that someone doesn't mean what they say that they we need to investigate. And I think that that's a choice that Aries doesn't make. They don't really have time for it. They're on to the next thing. Um, Mm-hmm. They are ruled by Mars, the god of war. Um, I, as you know, I'm super into these uh, labors of of yeah. Hercules as the Hercules, Hercules. as the yeah. story of each sign. Um, if you have not listened to one of our sign episodes, um, there are Hercules was given twelve tasks that he needed to complete. I forget why he had to do them, but each of them requires him to uh, draw upon the skill of a zodiac sign. So, of course, he begins with Aries. Do we think the Aries listen to the other signs? Yes or no? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Jury's out. We'll see. Um, but in this, in this, his first task, um, the he was asked to go out to... Uh, Diomedes, the son of Mars, was breeding these like wild ass horses of war that were like terrorizing the the village that they were in and the people. And so um, Hercules was asked to go and capture these these horses and bring them back through the gate, like capital gate, um, 
in order to like free the village and and kind of like bring the more bring the mares to a place of peace mm-hmm. um and so hercules was like all right cool i'm excited it's the first journey and he's like that sounds easy enough um he asks his friend uh abderis uh to aid him they kind of like come up with a plan and they head out and um he they are able to like corner these horses real easy and hercules like traps him and he's like hell yeah i fucking did it um and then he's so kind of like taken with himself that he's like you know what friend abderis you it's this is below me now that i've captured these horses um you lead them through the gate and abderis agrees but he's not as strong as hercules and he's kind of scared so he ends up getting trampled to death by these horses and they like get all the way to the gate horses run away so hercules has to go back out go to all these different places gather the horses Mm -hmm. and his fucking friend died so he gets to the gate eventually and brings them through the village is all excited and you know safe but the the teacher in this scenario is like you completed the task but you didn't do it well um (laughs) so like you did like you did it but you had to go back and do it again and you lost your friend so you need to like learn the lesson of this thing and then spread it to like show be the example of this lesson to other mankind and then go on to your next lesson which is the Taurus lesson of bringing the sacred bull to the holy place but it's this idea of like yeah you did the task you went out but you were perhaps short-sighted about what the actual task at hand was Mm -hmm. it wasn't just to do it it was to you know or just losing track trampling people in your way being too self-centered uh, using your force for selfish gains, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I think this is a good example. Um, something that my boyfriend and I talk about a lot, and he's an Aries, um, is, uh, you know, we do stand up and we have garnered some respect in our community. Uh, we have groups of friends and people that like us, and and then we you know we think we're good i don't know if you guys do but we think everyone (laughs) that does stand up thinks they're funny um and so when you start doing something new like writing scripts or like uh you know doing packets for writing jobs or something you uh forget that the first time that you did stand up you weren't good at it Mm -hmm. and the first time that you write a script you're probably it's not gonna be you know uh Seinfeld 9/11 episode or you know what i mean so something yeah. that has got a lot of attention yes. right um it's probably going to be hard and when we first start something new it's rarely ever uh you you know you're not a prodigy like it's rarely ever good until you uh work through it and do it a few times and like in that i think there is some beauty in doing it badly because you have to in order to ever get good well Mm -hmm. yeah and you don't know like you don't realize that that's the that there are other things you have to learn and you would only know those things unless you did it you would never know that oh i can't like you were just doing the task at hand and you don't realize that it's like oh i have to consider there are other things to consider in this equation there are other things that i wouldn't realize now i know oh this is the most effective way to do that but yeah you're absolutely right or like in comedy you know we're often asked to do these like homework shows where you're like roasting someone or or giving a lecture Mm -hmm. or uh you know, doing something that that you don't do, and 
oftentimes you'll see that people struggle and it's not because they're not good writers or that they can't do it or whatever. It's just because like, oh, you've never given a lecture before. You've never like done this. So and having to present it with humor like, yeah, you're, it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's I think the lesson of Aries, too, is to is to go out there and do the things and you knowing that you will absolutely fail and that's only information it is not any kind of right um like qualitative uh assessment of who you are it doesn't mean you're not good it means that you are in process and so to not i think that's a an aries quality that we all can kind of um admire and and uh aspire to which is the like start something if it doesn't work learn from it and then start the next thing that's Mm -hmm. all that's the only way that any of this happens is Mm -hmm. that if you if we if we don't learn and if we don't try again then nothing gets done so it's uh you and in order to learn you have to fail so that's part of the being brave that's part of being courageous that's part of um being bold and starting things that's part of putting yourself out there I think that the hard part is the further you get away from starting something, uh, you like forget. It's like you black out those like really yeah. hard times, <laughs> like the times that it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. So then when you start again, you're like, oh, fuck, I suck again or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that's like and maybe this is the push pull of Aries Taurus energy. And yes, we're going to talk about Taurus because it's just the pod um, of like the Aries unabashed like Aries just don't have shame like at least the area a lot of the Aries I know are just like yeah this is like bad like that's what bad this is what bad is or or not even thinking that like of that higher level where I think sometimes that second that bull that follow-up that follow-through energy can have that like that stop pull hesitation that a bull would have like I mean I think that goes in the animal mm-hmm. symbology too I was looking up um I wanted to look up like the symbology of like rams in general. You'll never guess the website I went on today. What? What? Ramme.com? No, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> today. What she goes on that one all the time. <laughs> What's your sign.com? Oh, yeah. What's I've been on that dash website. your dash sign? Because uh, I was like, I was just like, I want to know about ram symbology. That one, I've used to visit that site all the time about like animal symbology. Yeah. All the time. Dream, it's very, yeah. dream stuff, which it's we were talking useful. about some dream things. There were some things that came to light about. Just mm-hmm. some dreams in there. Um, but I was like, oh, shit. So they had um, like sheep and rams were together. And I think that's so interesting that it is a ram because sheep follow and rams like do the complete opposite of just like, nope, heading in a new direction. See you guys. Like you can come with if you want, but I'm still going this way. And just the a part of like the ram totem and like, you know, I try to use it sparingly but the, your spirit animal because i know like all of those kind of symbols about like the ram spiral horns symbolize an infinite universe and never-ending creative energy that is just like spiraling out of their heads which i was like oh like i've always just looked at that glyph as very like it's a ram like that's what it yeah. looks like uh but kind of seen it from this new like animal symbology of like oh well but rams in real life that's what they're this is what they're charged up with, with these horns are just ideas of endless possibilities to create. Well, I love the idea of the Ram, like Rams, if they're trying to assert dominance, like they'll fight, they'll like run into each other and they'll do it for like hours. (laughs) But then as soon as the one realizes that they're not, as soon as one gives up, they're just like, okay, 
that's it like yeah no, they don't kill each other they don't yeah. do anything it's right. just like all right you win once they realize that it's not once they realize they can't win they're just like okay on to the next thing i'm gonna live my life and i feel like that's it they have this staying power you know they have determination and courage and they'll they'll you know start the fight mm-hmm. but if they realize it's a, a losing battle they're not gonna waste that time i feel like aries are not the ones that are like well i've already spent so much time on it whatever that i always i always bring this up and i never there's a name for it but it's like the sunken time fallacy or whatever that it's like that's the antithesis of aries where it's like no way it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you've spent 20 years or 10 minutes if it's not working out it's not working it's time to go Mm -hmm. and i I respect that about aries when they know they know when to like get the fuck out of dodge that's so at, there's so many celebrity Aries like it's impossible to really make a comprehensive list but I think that s- story really encapsulates our Lord and Savior Lady Gaga because she wanted to be an actress so bad and no one would hire her and then she's like fuck it I guess I gotta get really good at singing so I'm gonna like go the pop route and then I'm gonna then I'll once I get them in with my pop route then I'm gonna go the classical route so y'all can respect me and shut the fuck up and then guess what about her and, and then and then I'm gonna end up acting anyways it was a long way to get here but I but she had to hear the no and was like okay I'm not going to like stop and guess I guess I'll go with this new talent which she's amazing so yeah I have theories about her <laughs> what's a theory I'm not going to say because people will literally attack me on Twitter <laughs> watch out the monsters do um, they go hard yeah, the monsters go hard but um, also I think that that is it, it is true like about her um, getting you know going and doing it all and getting it uh, I think that's cool I also think it is representat- representative of the sign I think um, I was looking up the Greek mythology, which is um, chrysalis, chrys- chrysomalis. Um, the ram the symbology is chrysomalis, which mm-hmm. is the fleece of the golden wooled winged ram. So this is like a ram that would also fly, uh-huh. which I think is kind of cool. A lot of the things that I was reading, um, I found this website. The name is very funny. It's soldout.org. Sold spelled S-O-U-L. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Soldout.org. Um, they talked a lot about um, the... There are, like, Christian associations with the ram and the lamb. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, meaning Christ, the trinity of Christ. Um, and just the idea of, like, the... There was a lot of like, I was about to say threesomes in this, but like (laughs) a lot of Trinity ideas that I hadn't thought about and I hadn't associated with Aries the same way, but made sense, Um, which would be, you know, kind of like all stages of development in a person where it's like you first have to develop like your physical body. You have to be, you're a baby and you have to grow and Mm -hmm. then you have to learn how to use your words and you have to learn how to feed yourself and use tools and whatever and then you learn about other people and how how, who you are in context of other people and then you learn how to like teach other people that thing and I think that that's like a a zodiac lesson but I think it is also like the idea of of one person a human individual we think about the zodiac as like the cycle of all of us of humanity and 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 life on a grander scale mm-hmm. but i think the journey of aries through like the zodiac is the journey of it's like a bigger 
the micro of the macro where it's like, oh, that we as people learn those things too. And then we as cultures learn those things too. We as family systems learn those things too. Mm -hmm. But the idea of like first taking care of yourself, then others, and then translating that to like help others uh, help themselves. I, I, this is something that I had not done before, but I read a little bit about the um, constellations that make up Aries. Oh. Um, and I didn't know this, but most, um, which I was like, oh, it's like Deccans. There, are, I believe there are usually three constellate, like three parts of a constellation for each sign. Mm-hmm. I think that it is the Deccan. Yeah. That, I don't but that's know. What I mean. It could be wrong. But don't it, actually at me about that. But I was <laughs> like, <anything>. oh, <laughs> yeah, don't at us about literally anything. Um, you can at the show page, but not me personally. <laughs> Uh, but the constellations of Aries, apologies for the cough. Um, the first one is Cassiopeia, who is the enthroned queen. Mm. And she's the symbol of matter. Um, the second constellation is Cetus, the sea monster, who is the enemy of little fishes. <laughs> and as we know from our Pisces episode, that fishes often represent the soul. So uh-huh. like the monster that is trying to eat the soul and then finally the last one is perseus who's like the breaker of chains so it's like this idea again of like conquering matter then conquering antimatter, and then the last one is like teaching other people that they can do the same thing helping uh, freeing other people from their bondage which also again is very christ trinity like is like coming to Mm -hmm. earth coming to earth being the embodiment of man and not to get like christian about it but i i do subscribe to the symbology that is used in a lot of those things because it's it's used everywhere i also think that it's okay to explore religious things even if we're not preaching that anyone else you guys are allowed to do whatever you want i mean there's like history we're allowed to explore it it's it's an interesting thing that a lot of people have faith in it is the the reason that i normally look at christian stuff is because that is where I was brought up and I don't feel comfortable digging into other people's cultures that I know nothing about. But if you have information on other uh, religious you know, aspects in astrology, send them to us. Well, mm-hmm. it seems like, uh, I mean, the the Ram symbology and like was spread across like so many different like oh, yeah. faiths and history and just like all like Egyptian gods with this like Ram head and like it, it, the Ram was like ever present throughout time and space yeah but i mean if we think of it as in the deccan sense of like moving from this constellation to the next and they, con- they conquering are not each- the same for each deccan though cetus is still the second one but it's andromeda okay. cetus and cassiopeia's third okay. but i still think but that in thinking of those yes. in those journeys if thinking of each sign as like a three-part journey that it's like oh first you do this then you do that you got to check these off as you go through them and um at least the, those are the order that um, Joanna Martina Wolf will give. I don't yes. know if it's another thing where different people have different yeah. um, th- like so, uh, constellations yeah. or if it's like facts. I like loved Cassiopeia growing up as like a constellation. Like I don't know why it's like one of those like it's like I think when you learn it as a kid that name just sounds so cool that you're like this stuck. Cassiopeia. I like that's her. one that I always remember. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> Beautiful queen seated on her throne who symbolizes good judgment. Da- down through the ages she has been a celestial guide to travelers ah. yes. sounds dope um another thing that i kind of like geeked out on um a little bit and 
friend of the show and Aries uh, Queen Lindsay Mack yes. has been talking about this card often, but the tarot card association with Aries is the emperor. And um, one of the things that she's been discussing a lot, and we kind of talked about on her episode too, is the idea of kind of cards being for everybody. And I think certainly like the imagery we think of emperor as king and masculine, traditionally masculine or like patriarchy kind of things. But um, one of the things that Lindsay has said a lot is kind of like that it's like mountain energy. It's like the, the, ability to take up space without any shame and and it's like your right to to life to space to planting yourself there to making yourself to taking up as much space as you as you need and and doing it loudly and proudly um and yeah i mean i think that's in in all positive and negative ways i think that that is a, a beautiful embodiment of of aries Mm-hmm. energy which is just like yeah i'm i'm fucking here i'm doing it whether it be i'm you know bogarting a conversation or like uh demanding attention in a room or i'm starting a thing i don't need you, i'm not waiting for you to tell me to do a thing i'm starting the thing i'm gonna go i'm gonna go start a club i'm gonna go dress the way i'm gonna make my own clothes and do those things very trailblazing energy and mm-hmm. i think too bringing up Lindsay max like um I'm glad you did because she's uh, I think if you're an Aries that like and we've talked about this on the pod but when you don't feel like your sign because obviously I think Aries does get these really big bold flavorful adjectives that are like I'm a just a saucy little queen bitch and I am here to like shake things up no one can tell me anything and if you don't feel like that like that's like okay like these are like these are like Aries at their like 100th and 10th degree uh, Lindsay Max episode's great because she talks about being an eighth house Aries and just like her different energy with her, you know, houses and placements. So again, I think uh, just uh, a side note is again, houses, aspects, all those things are going to play a part into like how Aries you might feel or what your placements might act. If you have like an Aries Mercury and you're like, I don't tell it how it is. It's like, well, l- like look at it where it's at, like look where it's interacting with other things. So it might be just something to like, pick up on for your chart Mm -hmm. i think too you know sometimes we use the same words and i don't think we have like childlike has a lot of connotations and i think Mm -hmm. that you may not feel youthful or you may feel slow today or whatever um but i think that the kind of like childlike that i see in a lot of aries is this idea that like when you tell a kid like uh put that down you're you're gonna get probably a different reaction than what you're telling them to do uh put that down they're probably gonna drop it to (laughs) piss you off or like uh lift it up high so you can't get it they're gonna do something that's like oh you're gonna tell me what to do i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna do what you're telling me what to do Mm -hmm. like it's that instinct of like "Mm -mm." like and i think that is really strong and really powerful and certainly it can be annoying depending on what item they're holding or what you know yeah. what thing you're asking them to do um but i think it's like it the childlike to me isn't that they're like babyish it's like they're like don't tell me what to do or like, i think that i haven't learned that i have to pay attention to you mm-hmm. yeah but that also i think goes into not even so much that they even want to do the holding up or down it's more just like 
they're not afraid to like shake up the vibe right which i think is more like it's just like being unabashedly themselves in a way that's like well what if i make you mad and it's like and it's like i think a lot of other people are like no don't well they're the they're disruptors and instigators and all of those things and we need that in that emperor card the in the smith rider weight at least deck um he's holding the i like looked into this specifically first of all there's like rams all over his throne sides and the seats and there's a lot of just like aries kind of color imagery too we're thinking reds and oranges and and all of that but there's also he's holding um like a staff that's an ankh which is the egyptian symbol for life like the key of life Mm -hmm. reading about that there's like all of these very cool um like pinteresty pictogram kind of things where it's like the ankh is like basically a uterus a uterus and fallopian tubes and like either the vaginal canal or a penis like going into a vagina symbolizing life also there's shapes all over in our bodies where there's like an unk so to speak Hmm. like there's like a thing where they showed it was like that's in your brain there's a thing but all so you can go down a real wormhole but um life life does not persist without like the spark without disruption without starting energy of something Mm -hmm. and it can be it it like lisa was saying at the beginning of this of kind of like the the further you get away from the failure the the harder it is to think about disrupting that but if if something isn't disrupted we stagnate so you know we need whether you're in Aries or not, we need to remind ourselves about that energy of like that starter energy that gets the gets the cycle going again because mm-hmm. it's always we're always cycling through and Aries is there to remind us that like if you don't like go why not why not be the spark? Yeah. Cardinal first sign fire ass energy. Mm-hmm. I also think going back to something I was saying before about um them projecting I also think that they um, they don't want to they don't like like negativity or um, kind of disrespectful vibes because I think they are I think it being one they think like we are one so kind of Mm -hmm. like if you if you're like saying something kind of nasty then it's like do you think I'm nasty like do you think I don't like like Mm -hmm. do you think I talk about people that way or why do you feel comfortable talking to me like that Mm -hmm. so I think they are like generally positive and um like respectful and courteous and caring people I think um maybe this is a, a more critical view of it too um I do think that there is a lot of that projection because I also think that um Aries energy is a lot about um not necessarily like self-containment but but being the um like the active agent all the time as opposed to the receptive agent Uh. and I think sometimes Aries can have a difficulty difficult time understanding how someone else's thing can be in alignment with their principles but enacted in a different way so someone um like someone not speaking up can also still be believing about honesty or whatever like Mm -hmm. not not always saying what you feel or what what the truth is or whatever in the moment isn't not being isn't being dishonest Mm -hmm. it's like those things and i think that sometimes that's a um 
again going back to your like childlike example like that's a thing that you teach kids or whatever where it's like yeah you don't you don't call some just because you said something true and you called it to attention to it doesn't mean that that's necessary or that Mm -hmm. that's the way to be that that's not that's not the way that we express truth in a way that's not hurtful to other people or whatever it's like the demanding demanding people to uh, like to live your truth not a truth mm-hmm. well, yeah i think this is like why i keep thinking of like the aries and Taurus because they're so like interesting different sides of the same coin where i think aries savers now and taurus savers for later like as soon as you're touching back on like the childlike thing it's like aries will not play along with the quiet game aries will like hey if hey the whole class gets mcdonald's ice cream if we all are silent for two minutes they're gonna do the like and it's like no that still counts as like making a sound like because it's like well who cares we'll get ice cream again and it's like but what if we don't and i think there's like that like but right now it was funny and it's like yeah but now we all don't get ice cream and it also like we don't have to be funny all the time sometimes you can just be quiet we just want ice cream yeah exactly (laughs) yes exactly you know know what i mean i think it's just that like that's cool and all and that's great in certain circumstances but i mean it goes with and i we talk about this on a future uh, i think of uh like like it's like anti-saturn right it's like well like what's a rule like Mm -hmm. because like this is for squares yeah and it's like sometimes you should just follow the rule like it's a waste of your time going back to this it doesn't make you cool this ram running your head into into each other forever it's like yeah some sometimes you're running into a wall and Mm -hmm. it's just you running into a wall like spend your time go like eat some grass or like run around play with your other ram friends or whatever well i do think that we can view some of like i think this is helpful for me to view some of scott's behaviors with more consciousness um for instance like a kid a child um i don't even i don't know if they listen but i don't want to say anyone's names but uh I, I like made a joke after International Women's Day that it was like uh, condescending men's day. Mm-hmm. And someone told me that their kid asked on International Women's Day, when is International Men's Day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which we all know now to say that is like, you want to say fuck you back. You know right. what I mean? It's like, that's like a trite and like annoying thing that we've all already heard. Mm-hmm. But when it comes from a child, right. you're like, Oh, yeah, no. they don't know. And like, so I think that that's like a good lesson for me to view, even though like, I don't want to say I'm like, I want to baby my boyfriend, no, but like but- to view some of the things that he says or does as like, Oh, this is not like intentional. He's not a Taurus. Yes. Like yes. this is not a fucking manipulation strategy. This is just like, really what he's doing. It's a gr- it's like maybe you maybe you don't have to play along by their rules but accepting that they often are saying what they mean. It, it taking them at face value is kind of part of part of our lesson in in dealing with Aries is like, oh yeah, sometimes you don't need to read into it or you can just say, oh, they're, oh, that's an innocent question that they're asking. They genuine and they're genuinely curious. And I think with Aries too, and I think since they're so good at usually doing whatever they want and saying whatever they want, 
is if you want them to do something differently, you can just tell them. Like yeah. they're not going to get offended if you're like, I need this from you now. And I think they might forget, but think, they'll they'll take it. I think Aries also assume that again that projection thing, but that you'll I, do that, the, or that they that you are doing that for yourself too. Like why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. So it's the the other idea too of like, you know, yeah, ask ask them because they're not. It's not a. Uh, a purposeful neglect or something right. like that. It's like they just wouldn't. They're not think to calculated do it that like way. that. Yes, not, they're not like the rest of us. No, <laughs> that are like, you know, I'm doing step C so I can get D. They're I like, mean, they what? can be. I mean, sure, but not yeah, yeah not, in, not not natural or overall. The, with, yeah, yeah, I don't know what I'm why I'm saying that. Like with other placements, obviously. Well, yes. I mean, I think depending on yeah, with like aspects and things, I'm sure that can maybe be in fall or whatever. But overall, Aries isn't. They're coming in at as it is. Well, that's the. I mean, they're. It's winning the. You know, it's winning, and so that's a that often is. Def, I mean, define winning. Mm-hmm. Are you winning the battle? Or are you winning the war? It's that you know that kind of thing. So it's those, and those take different skills. Are you the warrior? Or are you the general planning the thing? I think an Aries is the warrior. I think a Scorpio is the general. Mm-hmm. I or think, yeah, and I whatever think- you know, a Capricorn is the general making these plans a virgo as a general and i think when it comes to in terms of like if we're gonna like neg i think what aries can learn from their taurus brothers and other signs is just like sometimes just like it's great to be me first but you do have to take a back seat sometimes you do have to let other people have a shining day or a shiny moment or let your partner have that or your, or your kids or like whatever like i think it can be very easy to like but but now but me again and it's like no it's just like turns yeah, yeah, and I which think, goes with childlike stuff. It's take yeah. your turn. I think most of the Aries I know do have uh, like a lot. Like I know Julia's boyfriend. I like he's come to so many of my things, or like I know he does that for a lot of people in comedy too. Like he'll go to their like big show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and my boyfriend too. Like he supports me in a lot of ways that I think are not expected of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially like doing comedy and both doing it, and like they're. I know a lot of couples that have weird jealousy stuff and he's never, ever, ever like been like, Oh, how'd you get that? Or, you know, never. And I think that that, um, that comes from like being disappointed, like having been the me first person Mm -hmm. and being disappointed that like it didn't, didn't, didn't help. And like growing and evolving in that sign to being like, I know that like, I want to be on stage right now, but this is someone else's show and you know, what's going to be better for me. <laughs> like yes. if I don't be a piece of shit to this person, like, cause I have done that before and I have like learned it. Yeah. Well, and Lord bless an Aries because they'll go out to stuff. Oh, they love yes. it. Yeah. They <laughs> yeah. Love. Like they actually like, if it's something they want to do or they care about or it's of their interest and they can do it they'll go mm-hmm. they're down they are down to go they're not gonna fucking well maybe they, they might forget again i think aries just can go 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 that they do sometimes they're like oh that brunch was today but they still somehow come and they're like just an hour late and you're like yeah. oh, okay mm-hmm. <laughs> well you're here so on to the next location well i think yeah i mean my my biggest takeaway from aries is just like being start the thing that you want to do like, don't be afraid to be the person to start it or at the very least, maybe you don't want to be in charge of it. But, um, you know, may, be be the starter, be make the phone call, send the email, go to the place, buy mm-hmm. the thing, whatever it is. Um, and also just to like, 
learn learn from failure move on to the next thing um and like i had a third one and now it's gone <laughs> it was about it was about going to the things um oh like i think all all of those are just like good examples of the like um i think aries like really do care about people and they do like people like they like people they want to be around people they want to do they want to do the things and sometimes um you know they're like big, i i always think of aries as like a big puppy that's like they're they haven't grown into their feet yet and so they like run into the room and they just like slide or, or they like are a little bit they have puppies don't realize that they're too big to jump on you at a certain point mm-hmm. until a little bit but they they just want to come up and lick your face and like they learn eventually that they're like oh, okay i can like i can chill or whatever like those it's all of those things that as long as they know that like you still you still love them and you're still going to scratch their ears they're, that's so cute i just saw like a fun. great like beethoven montage like in my mind is that as a beethoven like growing throughout the the years yeah. remember they just want love i saw a deli with horns um i do have if we want to rattle through oh, just like some you know it placements oh go oh but i also have a game yeah. i have both i came packing we want both <laughs> okay i came packing but just since uh you know what why not we're here we're astrologizing but just if you're aries you know sun or placements or whatever but moon signs i think as one can uh tend to just like emotionally feel everything and then move on like in a second and i think jump something to just note is like not everybody functions that way i think a lot of the advice for aries is going to be like and by the way not everybody does this this way so like just a heads up for your growth of like why you're like why can't people get it why can't people just move on from a fight the moment it happens and it's like oh thank you that's bringing it back instead of being angry with people for not being like you be an example for people of how like how to be more like you Uh or how they can do for themselves what you assume that they were already doing because Mm -hmm. they probably aren't so instead of being frustrated like help them show them yeah encourage them yeah uh right did you guys have anything for moons or moon i just i'm flipping through the only astrology book um which everyone has by now aries (laughs) yeah aries moons just take a fucking second (laughs) that's my advice that's my my weighing in she says way to um, beat you are gonna struggle against being tied down uh you are energetic uh open to change idealistic maybe um can be domineering can be impatient um i think aries rising um i think it's like a super obviously it's in your first housey area vibe but i think it's just you're gonna come off like a really sure confident person which might be hard if you maybe have those more like introverted emotionally signs we've seen this in other people's charts before but i mean roll with it like people are like you know they're drinking your kool-aid so like you can lead and do those things even if like it might not feel natural in your chart. She says, um, enthusiastic leader, um, could be a troublemaker. Mm. Um, I think that's for any Aries placement also. Yeah. You're gonna, uh, maybe accident prone. Mm. The puppy flashing Mm -hmm. smile, piercing eyes. Yeah. Take a second, close a door, turn a thing off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like grounding, I think it's like good, 
finding those grounding things if those Aries placements are feeling like a little like spastic for you. Uh, Aries Mercury, you know, I'm sure it's not a gentle speak of uh, it's not a gentle tongue. And I think people who also maybe don't get to the point might really annoy you since you are a direct communicator. So I think just knowing that about yourself too, is this not everyone is as concise as you. So my boyfriend is an Aries sun, moon and Mercury. And sometimes he will get bored of his own (laughs) sentence. He will say in the middle of things, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, Joanna proclaims that you are aggressive, uh, witty, outspoken, original. Um, You probably use a lot of slang. You can be tactless. Uh, You are also probably fond of writing and speaking. Uh, Advice for Aries. Um, Mercury, which is um, saying something nicely is not lying. Whoa. (laughs) So don't, you Saying don't al- something nicely is not lying. You don't always have to say it. Tell it like it is. Ah, uh, yes, the blunt truth is sometimes yeah. mean. It yeah. can come off mean. You don't. You can still tell the truth and not be a dick. Mm-hmm. I think that's where again, Taurus, these porn animal energy. I think the Aries Mer- and maybe more than Mercury can be like, "What said it?" And then the Taurus Mercury or Tauruses are like, "Yeah, I said it because it had to be said." And mm-hmm. I think it's like the same bluntness, but served in different ways where Aries yes. is like whatever blah, 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 dot com. Mm-hmm. um Aries Venus uh which I know I just saw some signers posting in our Facebook group if you're not in it join about their Aries Venus and like woe is me but you know what I wouldn't woe is you too much because it's just a hot heavy down to pound ready to go sign and while um I mean, there are obviously you can read negatives and positive about any placement. But what I think is cool about Aries Venus people is like codependency is not in your language. Like it's going to your love and sex and all those things are going to be about you. So I think that's cool. I I do like an Aries Venus. Um, I guess my same advice for all of it is like just chill for a second. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also think that. just because like not everyone's gonna like you at the end Mm. and that's not the goal like being uh i don't have a succinct way of saying it now but i know this i'm in we're in shadow phase still i'm sorry everybody mercury retrograde has got me very even more uh unsuccinct (laughs) than usual but that thing of like um keeping being friends with your exes does not mean that you are always a good person or that you are did not fail in relationships and that does not mean that they do not still other the people are entitled to like you can't get rid of other people's resentments and feelings because you've stayed friends with them Mm -hmm. i took the words out of my mouth i have a few aries exes and it's like also why do you want to keep them as like a trophy that you're still cool because you're not yeah, a bad person? That's what I mean. That's like, exactly it. It's like it's fine. You can let let them all. Let's let it. Let's let everybody go. Yeah. Joanna says that you are a love at first sight person. Um, you are turned off by sloppy appearances or loud vulgar behavior. Um, you like to give unexpected gifts and you can be a little bit touchy and selfish. Oh, heaviness. Um, Mars, which is, you know, hey, this is your kingdom here. I mean, dealing with conflict head on shouldn't be an issue for a placement like this. Again, you know, aspect houses, all that are going to change things. 
Um, and also just, you're probably just like a super up and at it active kind of person. Like this is just charged. Like this is doing it. So like if maybe you're feeling like it's not there, if it's in you, like channel it, channel it in because it can, it can happen. This to me is like the person that's like always working out even on vacation, but not in like a, <laughs> oh, I have not in like a self, uh, um, like abuse way or like that it's like I don't deserve a vacation it's like the like oh yeah when we're on vacation we go kayaking and paddle boarding and we go to play volleyball and blah blah, blah and it's like fucking take a nap oh <laughs> that's me on vacation mm-hmm. 100% I do not want to stop ever I don't want to rest I want to go do shit um, Aries Mars Joanna says that you aggressively follow what you want um, you always know how you feel about something. Um, you, you're probably confident uh, and you have a will to win. Let me rephrase. It's not so much the doing this stuff. It's like the like this is the like family that plays uh, sports with each other or like against each other. Like I'm telling you, family so baseball. This is so <laughs> me. This is so my family. Yes. We play water polo. And shit. We're wild. I love it. Uh, Aries, Jupiter. Um Jupiter, as we know, that's that luck planet. And I think what symbology that means of what I get your vibe is just like it's all on you. Like you're going to have to make the waves to get the things that you want. And I think you might even like help bring luck to other people. Um, But it's all going to be centered from a place of like those Aries qualities of a sense of self. I mean, some people get their Jupiter luck from other people's money and family and all that. But this is all on you, baby. Um, I have this placement. And also a reminder that Jupiter is is luck and that, but it's also the planet of like expansion and overindulgence mm-hmm. and things. So I think that can also be a inflated sense of self to a certain mm-hmm. degree. Also like a sense, not necessarily self-importance, but um, your abilities to to help others. Not it can be taking on unnecessary responsibility or having the idea that you alone, like you have the cap capacity to change things in a way that is overinflated which can again like all placements can be really um powerful because we need you know wild thinkers like that to do impossible seemingly impossible things but sometimes it can also lead to our our downfall so be be mindful of that you do not want to follow orders you are independent brash um confident and enthusiastic a natural leader uh you can be extravagant in your spending often rank high in politics literature science and the military Mm. uh we talked a little bit i think about saturn vibes with aries as it not being a natural kind of setting but i think if you are an aries saturn person i think what's cool about that is maybe shaking up old ways of doing things fuddy-duddy shit isn't gonna fly if something can be you know, uh, refresh. I mean, I feel like it's like the people who are like, let's change the font of the brandy. Like, let's like do it like where some people might be like, no, it's iconic. It's like, no, it's time for a new era, new generation. Like, let's do it. So I think, um, you can adapt to like just whatever new rules are sent or new updates are sent your way. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also about following through like the air, the Saturn Aries lesson is the, the, the boring stuff yeah starting the thing it's not always starting the thing it's also you have to like finish the things too Mm -hmm. close the door close the door (laughs) close the cabinets scott (laughs) saturn in aries uh ambitious determined 
um, maybe a taste for controlling others, um, can be grumpy. In general, your hardest times are earlier in life, uh, and then you develop the strength of character that allows you to have an easier time later in life. I thought you were gonna say early in the morning. Ooh, I thought you were about to say like they're the like they're not like an they're not a morning oh, person. Oh, they're not definitely a still person. also not a morning person. <laughs> uh, Aries Uranus, which we just went out of, yes. uh, which is interesting. Uh, I think this change, like again, I think this these outer planets, I think are gonna have like a little same tune, but of just like finding that change and journey of yourself. I mean, when we talked about on the Uranus Taurus episode of like Aries Uranus time was a lot of inventions and changing things focused on on self, self, on the things of like getting me, getting me from A to B, Uber, getting me online, Facebook, MySpace, like getting me, me, me. Selfies, influencers. Yeah. So I think those change, change, things of change are very involved in like yourself, maybe putting in a positive light is like, how could do you need to change your journey for it to be more representative of you if it's not? And how can you make yourself, I feel like in this kind of transition thing is like, what, what are you, the individual doing to change things? What are you mm. doing to be, to be the change? Mm-hmm. This is a one who seeks clarity and um, wants to put ideas into action immediately. Uh, you believe that people who play it safe are usually sorry. You're imitable. Uh, people wanted to copy you. Uh, original and inventive. All right. Nice. Uh, Aries Neptune. Again, Neptune's that, that planet of art and creativity. And I think, I mean, obviously you can make things around yourself. But I think what would be cooler is more things around just identity in general. Identity that can help other people connect to finding their truth, whatever it is that you want to put out into the world. So I think things that are about not just, just self, but identity as a bigger, larger theme, I think could be really powerful. Oh yeah. Vivid imagination, uh, possibly a little psychic energy, uh, like those instinctive Mm. hunches. Yeah. Uh, it just came to my face. You want new methods in politics, medicine, and science that will better all mankind. That's yeah. something I believe um, Annabelle Gatt, another Aries, um, brought up or someone on, on her podcast, but talking about kind of like the unsung intuitive abilities uh, of Aries. Yes, she has. Which it's not, so, it's not the same that we associate with like the water signs. It's more like what Lisa just said, like instinct, where it's like they, it's that same kind of um, not necessarily projecting, but yeah, you guys know what I mean. You yeah, know, where it's like they're just they're going off of instinct. They don't. They're not. Th- that's another childlike thing of like they haven't been sullied with uh, reasons to doubt their instincts mm. the same way or whatever. It's like how kids can see ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, why I, not? They just assume, they don't know that they're not they're weird for going with their instinct. Right. You it's know? like being so open that you can channel other yeah. planes because you're just so like, it's pure. Yes. And it's like the, yes. a newborn. Exactly. Um, and then, I mean, if you have an Aries Pluto, then you were uh, alive sometime between 1822 and 1853, but it will be coming back in 2068. And, uh, I don't know what Aries and Pluto would be about. Like, it's almost like it seems like it'd be a self-destructor sort of thing. Maybe finding new revelations of self-desires and pleasures. And, and th- I mean, it's it's so far out there. But, I mean, I guess we'll see it in our life. 
lifetime, right? Twenty sixty eight. Conqueror vibe. Yeah. Uh, England colonizing. Uh, struggle for supremacy. Uh, also like a lot of the pioneering that happened westward in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, recklessness, egotism are the negative effects, but also positively we have courage and self-reliance. Boom. Yeah. Well, we, we would, if I'm alive, I'd be 79. So hot. I and we'll be potting. I, I think you'll t- make it. <laughs> we'll have like those like head chambers where you're just like the floating orb. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to, Yes. Fuck some people and yeah. kill some people. Duh. Okay. I have Aries Sun, Aries Moon people to start this round. Okay. We have Celine Dion. Oh, God. Mm, I'm done. Marlon <laughs> Brando. Okay. And do we know Paul Reiser? Am yes. I saying that name correctly? I don't know who that is. Let me Google it. But I he, think he's a producer or something. And he was on. He's a Mad he, About You. Mad About You is his big show. He's like a. I'd say he's a comedic actor. Uh. I, all I can think of is mad about you. <laughs> I can't, I know. can't like, name anything else. I feel like you'd recognize his I've face. I've never seen this person in my life. Really? I never watched Mad About You. I don't um, know how I watched so much Mad About You. I feel like it was just like perma on during that time period. I don't so, even think so I like, ever saw an episode of Mad About You. an author. Maybe I saw like one, but I feel like I know a lot about Mad About You. <laughs> um, Phoebe from Friends is a side character of Mad About You, right? Yes. See, I'm like, is. I know all this fucking trivia, but anyways. Well, he was rated one of the greatest stand-ups of all time, number 77. But he was, a, I mean, that makes sense. I feel like that trajectory of like those 70s, 80s, 90s actors. Paul like, Reiser, in my mind right now, is also Colin Quinn. I know. Uh, I Colin know. Quinn is 100% I one of my favorites. I know. I'm like, I know that they are very different, but I'm like, I'm sorry, Paul Reiser, but you're a poor man's Colin Quinn. Okay, well, I'm IMO. Gonna, I'm gonna. So you know fuck what? This I'm guy. fucking killing Paul Reiser. All right, I'm gonna fuck this guy because he <laughs> he was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay, and then I'm gonna marry Celine Dion, and you're killing Marlon Brando. Yes, cool. I'm what? gonna kill Reiser. I'm okay. gonna fuck Marlon Brando. Which Sorry, era? I'm basic. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then I'm marrying Celine Dion. Duh. Obviously. Duh. Clearly. A thousand times. Duh. Clearly. Uh, Going with the same as uh, fucking young or Godfather, whatever Brando, uh, killing Paul Reiser. I don't know. I I I didn't. There was no one else to put it there. And then Celine Dion. I would love to marry her. It was just her birthday. I think yesterday or two days ago. And there's been so many good Twitter clips of her just like breaking into song, just like mid conversation, drinking wine. Like she just seems honestly really fun. And um, I think I think it was in that. Uh, did I give you that book? The Canadian yes. book? Yes. The, her chapter is really good. Uh, I can't remember who the author is, but there's this great... I'll link it if I remember. It's called We Ought to Know. We Ought to Know. It's a great book about the Canadian feminist folky rock boom uh, about like Shania Twain and Celine Dion and uh, Alanis Morissette and all of that. And it's, it's a really good book. Cool. Um, but Celine's fucking badass. She's done it. She's I'm just like, having a fantasy of like being married to Celine and the two of us singing together mm. and like... Just like little Renee, who's not that little anymore, like <laughs> humming in. Renee Charles. Oh my God. I love her so much. Okay. All right. Aries Sun, Aries Rising. We have RIP. Well, actually, a lot of RIP in this. Heath Ledger, um, Robert Frost, 
Okay. <laughs> Two roads. And, and then uh, saving the best for last. I had to, I couldn't believe this when I saw it, but we got, this one is a triple Aries to really round it home. Is Lucy Lawless, Xena, everybody. <sighs> Nothing more is more Xena than Aries Sun Moon Rising. I don't know her either. Xena, Warrior Princess? I, listen, I missed a lot, okay? <sighs> Uh, I don't know who she is. Also, Xena was brought up during what episode was it? Pluto it's, no, or it's, um, Eris? Eris, because they named Eris Xena, and then they named the other moon Gabrielle, Gabrielle her lesbian. Well, they don't say it. They're but not. They, they don't say it, but, but that's not, what it but is. But they are. That's what it is. Xena, uh, hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. What I'm gonna marry Robert Frost, I think. Oh. No, I'm going to fuck him and marry Lucy Lawless. I don't know anything about her, but I just feel like a woman would treat me better than a man. Fair. I'm going to marry Lucy Lawless. Sorry, Frost. Uh, two roads diverged and I <laughs> fucking killed you. Because <laughs> I'm fucking Heath Ledger. I get no question. No, I mean, if, if the if eighth grade Julia heard me say anything other than that mm-hmm. she'd be pissed i never had a phase with him but i do think that with my luck if i fucked him it would be in the joker makeup <laughs> and I, I would fucking have nightmares for the rest of my life oh i was so horny for heath ledger oh yes i mean well that's why i'm going to marry him because we're it's going to be a life thing and also We'll have it somewhere in our marriage contract that we have to do the paintball scene in 10 Things I Hate About You at least once a week where we just roll in the hay and smother each other with paintballs. And I'm going to fuck Xena because why not? And honestly, Robert Frost, your poem's all right. (laughs) We can keep it moving. You're dead to me. Dude, I got to fuck Robert Frost because, like, dude, (laughs) imagine (laughs) old ass guy. (laughs) (laughs) You're You're dead. Dilf Zaddy. Do you know how many stand-up comedy bits I could write about that? About fucking Do you know Robert, Robert Frost? That would be. I'm going to now. I mean, you'd have yes. to write. You'd write like an hour about it. I'm gonna write a five-minute bit called "I Want to Fuck Robert." This is Frost. your. This could is your. Could you imagine? This is. I'm gonna do it. This is your Nanette. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm making a one-woman show about fucking Robert Frost. It'll be called Frost. <laughs> Frost Nixon. Frost. <laughs> It's just an interview with Robert Frost about how he fucked you. I'm thinking of it. your cold vagina. There's so much that can <laughs> yes. go. There's so oh much that can go. There it is. There's you are, so much you No, it'll be called Frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to get DM'd from like Robert Frost's grandkids. Oh, people that are going to be pissed, but hey. I'm from the Robert it. Frost Foundation. I'm sure he's a piece of shit. I don't know. I think all men are. Yeah. I, he might be fine. That I feel horrible. like we have to say that now just, just in, in case. case. <laughs> like in perpetuity. Well, and also it might become like, relevant later. Yeah, so. just want to say for the record in case we find out later that they're a piece of shit. Like, we don't stand by them. Yeah, we're, dro- we're canceling them. Yeah. Robert Frost, you can't. <laughs> also, young Robert Frost. I ch- I'm I, uh, before yeah I should we should get log off before I change my tune some more <laughs> I'm gonna change my boats um well and logging off <laughs> okay. also horoscope.com for some reason has this what is those is it called acrostic poems mm-hmm. yeah they're one for they made one for Aries and it says this Aries are amazing their name says it all A for assertive R for refreshing I for independent E for energetic and S for sexy hell yeah oh, Aries yeah, dude Suck on that well, get out poem. there everybody. Aries or not, we can all take a page from them. Go start something new. 
start a fucking fire mm-hmm. not in los angeles live like just i mean it sounds like so like lame but like just live your truth like yeah. just be you like if people don't like you and again lesson for aries that's okay but also don't hurt people's feelings along the way but if you are your authentic self it'll inspire other people to be the yes. authentic take care as well. of yourself all right okay get it okay <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your